Okay, we back with another episode of Check the Credits. Um, today we have a guest producer slash writer slash engineer. So he's produced for artists, he's mixed for artists, uh, written for artists. Um, some of the artists you may know, uh, Kelly Price, Mace, uh, Jim Jones, Jazzy Faye, Big A Prada, Case, uh, John Connor, Cheese Beats, another producer, collaboration with a producer, and none other than a, um independent artist, Alexis Renee. Um, we have in the building that dude, Sneed. So, Sneed, what's going on? What's good, my brother? Talk to him. Hey, what's good with you, bro? We in the lab. We doing what we do. You know, we, we chopping it up, doing how we always do. You know what I mean? Hey, man, thank you for having me on here, I man. I appreciate you for a lot in the time to do this. Okay? Um, so, I named some of the people. Um, you could make us a... I mean, if you want to name some of the records or you want to name some of the other things you did, um, I know you got a, a background. You worked in film and television as well. So let us know about some of the placements that you have for film and television. Um, when it comes to film and television, um, I got a chance to opportunity. Um, Boomer, BT's Boomerang. Uh, uh, that's where we place privacy. Um, Alexis Renee. Uh, another one, uh, Clear, Clearwater, Step Up. Uh, well, I'm sorry, Step Up, Clearwater. Uh, that was on YouTube Red. Uh, if you haven't, go check that out. Um, another one. Uh, uh, I made a, a special guest appearance and worked with with Remarkable off of um, We TV growing up hip hop. Oh, my boy got his acting debut on. Huh? <laughs> okay, okay. Hey, it was a, it, it was the experience right then. I saw oh. you know when you see the lights and everything that this the camera. I'm like, yeah, this. My mom made it. <laughs> my mom made it. But uh, so. I want to know, I want to, I want to take it back a little bit. We talking about where you at and what you've done. Um, what, let us know about your start in terms of, uh, your inspiration of how you started getting into music. I know everybody has a story, you know, so what, what's the backstory on, on this? Um, I mean, it's, uh, snap. As far as I really can remember, um, Music is, you know, I'm a military. I'm really a military brat, so I've moved around a lot. So one thing I can say that moving to all these places, one thing that's followed me has always been the the love for music. And so um, I would say it's just like it, it was always an idea. Um, I just didn't know how to, I just didn't know how to really make it. You know, or I didn't really understand that it was a, it could be a career. So by the time I, I did, um. By the time I did, you know, first, first it started off with me with a DJ set. I thought in order, you know, when you watching uh, Rap CDs in the basement, you thinking that I'm just like, man, like, yo, and Tigger, you got to. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You started out DJing? If you, if you don't mind telling us, everybody has a DJ name or a rapper name. What, what was your DJ name? Uh, Could you tell us that? Oh, man. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 for a while, I went by the name of uh that I let it down the line. Regret it was a uh, DJ make you feel good. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> let it down a lot. Like, hey man, when I got it, I thought I was the coolest thing in the world because it was it was hey, given to man. me. So I'm just like, yeah. Oh, oh. 
Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. DJ make them feel good. Okay, I'm glad. Yeah, we made the transition. I sound like a DJ, that, uh, the DJ at the old people's home, the retirement centers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all good though. We all got, we got some. I ain't gonna relate to relinquish mine at the moment, but we all got them. But uh, yeah. you know, yeah, I had a. Uh, it was DJ make <laughs> DJ make you feel good. Like those who know, you know. Um, I didn't. I didn't have uh, too many like outstanding gigs, but like I learned. I really took the time to learn it, and um, throughout the process, I just didn't start off with one. You know, the whole DJ set. It was just like, hey, I asked for one thing at a time. It was like one doc center, and then it was just uh, the mixer, and then after the mixer, it was just like, all right, hey, I got the whole complete set. Um, but by the time, you know, like I got the whole complete set, I was graduated out of high school. And so, um, for that, for from there, I really, to be honest, um, I didn't see no hope in doing music because you know I'm from a, you know, I was in a small city, and let's be honest, uh, music what didn't seem promising. But uh, but from there, my my pop stopped me, and he uh, he introduced me to going to to. He said, "Hey, don't you want to do music?" I'm like, "Yeah." I said, "But where can I go?" Um, later down the line, I, I discovered this school called Full Sail. And um Okay, full sale alumni. <laughs> yeah. All my full yeah. sale people that's watching you. The alumni right yeah. there. That dude Sneed. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, shout out to Full Sale, man. Um yeah, and, and that was really like, okay, hey, I can I can actually go out here and and make this drink because I had completely no knowledge of Pro Tools, Logic, or anything. Matter of fact, I didn't even really know what DAWs to use because I like I said, I thought I had to have the whole DJ system to to at least record myself. Um, oh wow! And so when I got to to full cell, I started in 2011. That's when I really took the the dream, and you know, so many like mind people. Um, but I graduated. I ended up graduating 2013, uh, May 12th, uh, May 10th to be exact. And from there, I I interned, I interned way longer than I should have. <laughs> like it had to be like almost like two years. Um. Oh, yeah, man. wasted wasted a lot of time, but in the, in the sense I I gained a, uh, a lot of a lot of knowledge and um man through through there uh, I just took a leap of faith like because I ended up going back to Virginia trying to make it you know hey I'm born born Virginia everything so I I wanted to be like Pharrell Timberland and everything so I'm like yo let me go back to to uh, some great people to be like some great people to to want to be like the, but the goats. Um, yeah. But I, you know, nothing was really there for me for me at the time. So, uh, and my career advisor, she kept telling me, "It's like, hey, you might want to try Atlanta. You might want to try Atlanta." And one day, I felt myself uh, found myself becoming comfortable, and um, I just woke up and just took a leap of faith, and I just shot down to Atlanta. And from there, that's when like I really started getting experience. Um, um, to, to really to be you know I think it was to be exact man the the first sign of everything I remember I just lost you know on the hustle on everything oh I can't I can't skip past this there I met <laughs> I met famous Tommy Valentino hold on hold on hold on we gonna slow you down we we gonna slow you down I'm, I'm we gonna get oh, to yeah. all of that we gonna get to all that we gonna slow we got slow rolling we, we gonna, gonna make it last right. we gonna slow rolling there yeah, so okay so. You you mentioned Pharrell and Timberland, you know, from Virginia. So that's Virginia's history. You know, you know another one of my favorite producers. I need to get him on the show. I, I reached out. I'm waiting on a 
you know, the response. Um, another great who I, you know, I always talk about him. I always say how underrated he is, but his style has been mimicked, copied. Some would say, uh, I mean, he'd say they bit his style, you know what I mean? But Bink Dog, no. come on. One of Virginia's greatest, best producers. Um, him and Knotts is also another great VA producer that, in my opinion, don't really get the props they deserve. Um, so coming from that and being around that, that had to have some type of inspiration on you. Like, how did how do you feel like that helped? I, I'm I'm sure you know. I know your production. I know your sound. How did that help mold your sound, or or did you borrow from those guys? Did you just how did it affect you? Did did you did did it have any bearing on how you created your sound? Uh, I mean, definitely. Like when even you got to think about during the the times where like man look at Tim like let's start with Tim like Tim Lynn is a, a le- you know he's a legend along with Missy Elliott so when you think of like get your freak on it's like and you listen to all those I, like I I can't really I can't really explain it but those sounds right then and there those are futuristic those are stuff where it's just like man you see you see those what separate from um a a, a lot of people you know, a lot of, like, even before I really knew, um, even really, like, knew who they were. Like, for example, uh, even the going back, you, you mentioned Bink. Like, listen to Lights, Camera, Action. Like, I was always, I was always, like, obsessed with that. Like, I always remember, like, even beatboxing. Like, you know, you be in the shop, you like, you know, just all that. I'm just like, oh, my gosh. And it was, I think it was you, you, you told me, I'm just like, my gosh, like, yo, that's him. That's him. And and me, I had to do my due diligence and do my homework. And you had to, because that's the, like I said, man, I ain't ain't going to sweat him too hard on. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Yo, they think bank bank is that guy. They're the ghosts. And you even got to think about like going to Pharrell. There's even a lot of stuff that I didn't even notice that he did like with ODB, like, um, you know, uh, hey, baby, I got your money. Don't you worry. Of well, course. Yeah. And you listen to those elements and then things start to make sense. And I'm just like, oh my God. Like, you know, some people can want to be average, but some people want to be great. And when you strive to be great, you, you have to learn from, you definitely have to learn from them. And Tim Bink, Pharrell, all those people are ones you have to strike. Those are they set the they set the bar, and Definitely. if you want to hey be up that level, then hey the bar has already been set. So you just gotta like all right, hey this is what this this is what make people. So they definitely have had a huge influence. What, what you know later me knowing, but even without me knowing during the earlier times. So got you, got you. All right, so you know we're gonna take you from Virginia. Where did you go after Virginia? You we went to Full Sail, I know, and that's yeah, that's in, you went to Full Sail. That's in Orlando. Um, Orlando, right? Okay, and um, then did how did you? What you came from? Went back to Virginia, then you came to uh, the A. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so now let's 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 talk about the A. Let's talk about yeah your experience and traveling from. Also, that's a question, you know, because. You know, I'm from New Jersey. I traveled to the A. I came here, moved here, and relocated. Um, and I know in the time I came, Atlanta was like the promised land. Everybody <laughs> felt like, you know what I'm saying? Like, move to Atlanta, your whole life going to change. Everything is going to change, especially if you're doing music. 
um, your life going to change in a blink of an eye. How was that transition for you? The the real transition, not the not the made up one that everybody believes in <clears throat> or believes that's going to happen for you. Not the made up one, but the one everybody actually experiences when they do move. Um, I would say the the really reality it was uh, sheesh, just the real. It, I didn't really know. I was scared, bro. Like it was. <laughs> to be, be honest, like I, when I got down here, I really didn't know no one. Um, and, and it was definitely different because I'm just like, okay, hey, I'm down here. Like I would say like for a whole, I would probably say like maybe two, two, three months, I was just inside. I really didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to shake hands. I really didn't know. But in a sense, uh, you know, I have to shout, shout out my, my boy, Mike, uh, Mike B, uh, because I interned with him when I was in Florida. I was so gone, I really didn't know even where to start. And I remember this randomly calling him, you know, trying to fake it, trying to fake it till I make out like, hey, but then he, in a sense, he kind of called me out on it. He's just like, hey, man, what have you done? And I'm just like, bro, I don't know. And uh, <laughs> I said, I really don't know. And it just really, it really goes to show you never know who's going to help you because um, he he put me in touch with uh, uh, a, a lady named Brielle, uh, Briella Alistar. And the only reason why he's like, hey, you might want to start with her. Hey, remember when you was an intern? Yeah, you recorded. And the only reason why he was able to connect me with with her is because I interned. And she was familiar with my face. And through her, I guess she met, you know, she just met Tommy. And it really got, so it was like, a, it, like I said, it really, it was a really, it wasn't smooth. It wasn't, it was just like, okay, what am I doing? Was this a mistake? Uh... I don't know. Uh, maybe this was because, like, like I said, like when you're down here three months and you don't really, you're just living. You're not doing what you what you graduated or, you know, you tend out to set yourself doing. You start to become a little discouraged. And you know, I'm not from there, so you hear a lot of horror stories. Like, hey, don't don't get taken advantage. Hey, don't get mixed up with the wrong crowd and everything. And um, that's yeah that it was a, that was a scary <laughs> that was a scary time and you already know not the fast forward you know through there that's when i met tommy and uh, tommy valentino <laughs> shout out to tommy valentino he's the bridge people don't yeah, understand he, but he's the bridge to a lot he definitely of us and and i was also working with somebody um dang, i can't remember the, i can't remember his name right right now but i was working with somebody and i remember i was i kept trying to balance because to be honest, I'm thankful to Tommy because he never gave up on me because I was trying to do all like being the like the real trap trap settings because that's what I thought I need to be in. And gotcha. Tommy's environment was a lot different. So I'm just like, I, 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 I low key almost like just closed that door. But then when the other situation didn't work out, then Tommy embraced me like, hey, you can come through, help me manage this and to be honest, gave me a, gave me a key and gave me a key to the spot. Helped let me roll it like in a in a week of me knowing him. Oh, that's dope. That's dope. Shout out to Mr. Valentino. Yeah, shout out to Tommy, man. He real Tommy. Yeah. Okay. 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 And and that was uh the 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 great studio I seven. Shout out I I to I all the great people from I seven. I seven was the spot. Um. So. Once you got in the mix, there you're here. You're, you're navigating now. Things are starting to go. What 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 what's your moves at that point? How did how do we go from the kid 
uh, you know, the 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 army brat moving from city to city, state to state. Um, now you in after going to full sale, now you're in Atlanta, the 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 great Atlanta, the ATL, the A. Um, <laughs> Is they go, huh? Uh, it was how do how, 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 yeah, like how do we get you know, you got a list of names over here. So how do we get from that to this? What what was the transition? How did that happen? What's the process um, for the for people who want to know? To really be honest, it was just like in a sense being really being patient and um being patient and in in a sense kind of wait I wouldn't say waiting, but like doing in a sense the jobs nobody really wanted to do because like uh and and I'm not gonna lie, this is where in a sense where you where me, me and you, you had you played a, a, a valuable role and um and gave me it because during the time when I did, uh, I was going through a uh a, a bad, you know, really a bad breakup. And then in the midst of that, that had kinda ended up me, you know, pettiness, everything ended up me being me being homeless. But me just being there, like, hey, I probably ended up quitting, you know, because it's like a list of events. You know, when they say, hey, when a storm comes, <laughs> a storm comes, like, you know, hey, boom, pop it off, my car. And, you know, me, I was rolling in a PT Cruiser at the time. I remember. Uh, I remember the PT Cruiser. Um, I remember. You know, that, uh, you know, that got taken away or, you know, just... It just repo. It's just like, all right, boom. That's it. No longer had, no longer had that. Yeah. So me, I was Ubering back and forth to work and everything. And, you know, like after you have a car, it's kind of hard to adjust right back to like trying to figure out. So I ended up le- having to leave my job uh, because I couldn't I couldn't maintain it no more. Um, making yeah. it there. So, boom, after that, hey, then on top of that, then I started to become homeless. And, uh you know, going back home wasn't an option for me. And so, you know, that's when just kind of like lingering, lingering at the studio, just kind of like waiting and being there. Like, uh, shout out to Travis Cherry and, you know, shout out to you because like I I would just be there and waiting on opportunities. And from there, I think it it began. Travis Cherry, he he let me record the, the, the legendary Jazzy Faye. And and the the irony about that was um, I used to have like before I even got to Atlanta, Jazzy was I had wrote a list of you know everything. This just shows how powerful manifestation. I wrote a whole list of people who I wanted to record and work with before. And the irony is um, Jazzy Faye was like one of the first people on the list. Dope, and dope. I, I got to, and like, he doesn't, like, like I said, he doesn't realize it because, you know, me, I would have recorded him for free. <laughs> like, he doesn't know <laughs> I would have recorded him for free. But like during the time when I was just being there, uh, you know, he would just come through and try to get, you know, he alley-ooped me and um, he would always, he didn't know how much I needed it. He just don't know how much I needed it. He would just pay me. He was like, Hey, here you go. Everything. And, and, you know, and even shout out to Trav because even when I was like tried to like split everything and just like make sure he was good, you know, he was good at, at make sure he was. I wasn't. Hey, he paid me this. I want to make sure he was getting. He's like, no, that's for you. He paid you. Uh, so um, and from there, that's when he he did he got me. He he threw me in the loop with recording case, and that was a, <laughs> that was also an experience too because I 
Yes, sir. Yes, I sir. didn't think he was going to be so fun at first. I'm just like, oh, snap. Yo, he's he's really animated, too. Um, and, you know. Yeah, Case is a real one. He a real, he's a real person. Yeah. And uh, even from like even from you, I remember like uh, when we really got got cool and I remember you you allowed me to sleep like sleeping in your studio room when nobody was utilizing it. I remember I would just like sleep on the on that couch and I remember one day I thought you was you was playing you know, just playing a joke on me or something. He was like, Hey, I got this studio session. Um I yeah, man, just be there and I remember being there and that's when uh, you just see all of a sudden John Connor come through and Kelly Price and everybody's just like, yo, what is Kelly Price doing here? And I'm just like I'm just like, yo, don't tell me that. Shout out, shout out to Mike Brinks. Shout out to Mike Brinks for that yeah, for too. Real, for real, I really appreciate that. So I'm just like, I remember after that session, I remember calling you. I'm just like, yo, ah, that's funny. Uh, that that must have been a test, cause like I said, I really didn't know. I'm like, ah, he's testing me. He want to see if I know what I know. And he was like, yo, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm like, but right then and there, that that session went really good. I mean, that was an amazing amazing studio i was like yo i can't believe i really recorded kelly price you know kelly price and and got through that um man and i like i said i'm i'm very appreciative from there that's when you know after you hear kelly price and everybody you start to hear bigger names people are like oh man you must be you must be really dope or you know you have people like yeah man he's the one who recorded this and you know your name start buzzing a little so after that that's when um that's when like more more just more opportunities just really being there you know like um i wasn't i really didn't i try not to i try not to come in there with it with an ego and i try to come in there like helping you know just naturally helping people and you know thankfully there's people like yourself that that just saw that and gave me an opportunity and to be honest like the opportunity that's the only thing people, that's the most people can ask for is just the opportunity. You just got to make sure you're prepared. Um, but yeah, that's to be honest, that's where it really started. And from there again, that's when, when I guess when y'all saw I could handle those situations, that's when I was like, Oh, okay. Hey, you know, um, um, Hey, here's, here's Mace. <laughs> here's Mace. <laughs> oh yeah. That, now that was the test right there. <laughs> Yeah, studio that, session with Mace. That was like multiple sessions with Mace. That's a test. That's a test and a half right there. Shout out yeah, to Mace. Shout out, oh man. Shout out to Mace, right? Yeah, okay. shout out to Mace because they, they they come from they come from an era where it's a level of I guess perfection or it's just like hey you should just know they don't have to tell you. Oh, oh yeah, that's that's again when you're dealing with people who are professional, had an experience, have been around, and was doing it, you know light years before some people they you know they they expect a certain level of professionalism and they expect you to know what you're doing because you know they they're used to working with professionals a lot of times that's one of my gripes of today i just had a conversation with somebody about this the other day and i'm like it's so many people um in the process when you with making records today that aren't I wouldn't just say professional because some of us, I mean, some of us don't have degrees in it or, you know what I mean? We're not necessarily certified, yeah. but um, in the process, there should be professional people along the way. Like if you went to the, the hospital, you know, you don't want somebody who learned how to operate on you, who learned how to do it on YouTube <laughs> to do it. Right. You know what I mean? So the phone up. <laughs> I do believe that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I do believe that there's certain levels of, uh, 
I need some, you know, some experienced people in the room. Yeah, the other day I went to the doctor. I had to, they had this young girl taking my blood. No disrespect to the young people. I'm old now. No disrespect <laughs> to the young people, but I was like, yo, she tore my arm up trying to do it. You know what I mean? But normally, you know, I've gotten, you know, older, uh, you know, nurses or assistants, and you know, they know exactly what to do. Boom, 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 and they knock it right out. Yeah. It's like you go to a mechanic. I, you know, no, again, no disrespect to the young people. I'm not a hater of the young people, but. I feel like the more experience you have, the better yeah. the experience I'm going to have dealing with you. You know what I'm saying? So I just think there should be more experienced people in the room um, when working on things, when working on records, when mixing records, mastering records, um, because that level, that level, there is a standard, you know, making music, being creative, you know, you can do whatever you want, but there's going to have to be a professional engineer in that room. There's going to have to be somebody that doesn't let your vocals distort. There's going to have to be somebody who knows the keys and octaves of songs and where you should be. There has to be some professionalism and some people with the experience. And, um, you know, I ain't going on a tangent. I am going on nah. a tangent. But, nah, um, nah, I was about to take you back off Yeah, of but I don't... <laughs> Yeah, I, I just feel like there should be some experienced people in the room. Um, we all need mentors. We all need people who've done it before us um, that can give us that that extra um, attention and extra understanding on how to navigate and do things. So, you know, that's 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 all it is. They just want, you know, somebody like Mace sold millions of records. He's worked with some of the best in the business. So, you know, he's a different guy, different kind of guy. We all know. Yeah. But... <laughs> His experience is, you know, he he knows what he wants. He knows how it should be. So, you know, some people may say it's anal. Some people, it's just knowing what you want and, and understanding that um, this is the level. You can't put, just imagine you get the opportunity to work with Dr. Dre. You know what level of, the man been working on an album for 20 years, bro. It ain't came out. So, you know the level of uh, uh, perfection he's looking for or the level of skill that he's, you know, that's why most, a lot of people don't get to work with some of these great people. You know what I mean? They don't just work with anybody, you know? So that's that, man. I'm, I'm running off, but this about you. Nah, so. nah, nah. It's, <laughs> it's right there, man. Because uh, one thing, just kind of piggy, uh, really piggyback, um, you, were, you were saying like the importance, and I would say during the experience, even getting to work with him, I would say I, I had to learn when to, what my role was, like how to, how to be quiet, you know, and hey, obviously, Jazzy's a, you know, a producer. He's here for the reason. So I don't need to, I, if I'm engineer, I need to be able to engineer, just engineer and let, and that's why he's here. Like reading the room, who's here for what? Do I need to say something? And like you say, like, you know, it's, uh, you know, I'm very appreciative of that because, you know, us, like you said, being, you know, I'm still young, you know, but being, being young, you, you just want to go into the, into the room and be like, hey, do this, do that, do this. When, hey, like obviously these guys are great. They sold millions of records. So hey, just sit back and learn something. And then if they ask, you know, because like I said, it just it really depends what what you're there for. But yeah, got you. So on that note, I'm gonna ask. Um, I know your 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 timing of introduce, you know, of, of uh, being introduced and coming into the industry was during a time, you know, of today with emailing and sending beats and, you know, sometimes not even having the opportunity to meet the artists that you're working with. So, but I know there's been times, and I know you work with artists that you have a personal relationship with and you're in the studio with them creating. So I asked, what do you prefer? Um, do you prefer not being in the studio, emailing packs of beats, um, or 
you know, being in there and creating, even if you bring in beats already made, but being in the studio with the artist to create the process and create the record, which one do you prefer? Um, personally, I'm, I like being in the studio. I like being in the studio with the artist um, because it, it's, it's more connection. You know, it's basically more connect. It gives a, a opportunity for them to learn who I am uh, to see if I'm more patient because a lot of times we think, I, well, I don't want to say we, but Eric, I see a lot of artists, they, they don't really respect the process. They don't respect the, anything uh, about it. But it's it's no different from, you know, if you know somebody personally. Like, what's, the, what's really, I'm not able to control anything. Like, hey, I can send a pack, but what's more, you're more liable to pick a beat from someone you know personally. And you have a relationship with everything. And even if I don't have a relationship, it gives me an opportunity to, Hey, connect to to build with them to even see personally what they're going on along with, and then too, it allows me to see what they really want in real time, <laughs> like really just in real time versus being home at my computer trying to go on YouTube and and try to pick apart what the artist, what I think the artist would want. You know. So. Got you, got you. All right. So with that being said, also I want to know. I know a lot of people don't want to get into the secret sauce of what they do or how they do, but this is a different age. I tell everything and show everything. There's no secrets. Everything's reality TV. We expose it all. Um, so I'm gonna ask you, what's your process like? Like, how do you come up with the stuff you come up with? How do you? What do you do? Oh man, um, now like uh, growing now, like my usually my my real process is just like sometimes I might just go to the board and. Hey, whatever I'm, whatever I make, how how I'm feeling, whatever I, and I'm really in the mood. That's how I naturally, that's how I really naturally uh just create stuff. And everything I say, hey, these are the artists I like right now. These are the people who I want right now. Everything, um, that's how traditionally I liked. That's how because that's how I thought. That's how it was made. You know how production was made. But through now throughout my my time of you know getting a little bit more experience now I'm I'm realizing like hey I have to do my my research and due diligence since like hey if if I want to be great like like for example you hear you hear Pharrell and I think we we've, we've had a conversation about this just like man like you would never thought the same person who made happy made grinded and those are like two different like and just really two different really just genre so now i'm just like okay hey if it's if it's a little baby beat now i have to really uh break it down and decipher like hey what really makes a uh you know what makes him his you know in, in a sense his genre all right hey if it's if it's a pop genre right then and there what makes a good pop genre what makes this and now i have to really do my research to be like okay hey now taking what i got let me take those and really put my own you know put my own twist on it because you know like that i mean that's just what it is like hey you see billboards you see everything you kind of like see what it is but it's really just trying to stay true to i still try to put my my feeling into it just like okay hey these are chords like i i use a lot of major chords like happy chords <laughs> you know so and i try to make try to put that into like even trap trap pop anything even if it's supposed to be minor or dark chords so yeah that, that that helps you create your own sound and your own distinction with they hear the beat they know that you did it because they know your method just like like you said when you listen to 
um, all of those producers who do have signa, who who do have like a variation of things, but there's always a signature in there that you know that they did it. Um, you know what I mean? Very very few times, especially if it's like a, you know, like somebody where it's a particular person, <clears throat> so to speak, like not a crew of producers or a team, what have you. Um, you kind of hear that. You got you got a you know a few exceptions. You got somebody like Hit Boy, but I think a lot of his productions are collaborations with musicians and other stuff as well. So you can have different sounds, but most of the time, you know, if he just did it, you know it's a Hit Boy beat. You can hear it. If Pharrell did it, you know. If Kanye did it, you know. You know I mean, you can kind of tell. So that's that's dope. That's dope. You know, I, I feel like every producer. I'm 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 a producer before a tag was invented, <laughs> right? So. You had to have signature sound in your music for people to know that you did it. You know what I mean? Whereas now, you just throw a tag on there. I don't care the beat. The, the beat the, the, all the beats can sound the same. You throw a tag in it, that's who did it. You know what I mean? So Then sometimes they didn't do the beat. Just because the tag is on it don't mean they did the beat either. Don't don't get that twisted either. Yeah, because you get the, okay, the so, scratches and everything. Like what you're saying, like with, with Premiere and everything, like, I didn't even realize until later when you was just like, nah, that scratching technique is Premier. That's oh, that's Marley. That's Premier got that from Marley Marlo. He he would say that I'm sure. That's if if you listen to, to be complete. If you listen to, um, what's the Marley Marl record? Nobody beats the biz. Mm. That's by Biz Markie, produced by Marley Marl. If you listen to that record, that's the, the uh the foundation of DJ Premier's production style. Chops, samples with chops, hard drums, and scratching for the choruses from multiple different records to make the chorus say, make it a chorus. Take phrases from different records and make it a chorus. That's his signature sound, right? Um, but he did it in his way, you know? And my come up, I, I, I jacked the premiere sound to, you know what I mean? Kind of get my way in. Um, and get noticed, but I did it in my he way. Jacked him. He you know him. <laughs> I, I jacked it. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna hold you. I jacked anybody. No, me and Ali Vegas, me and AZ, we, you know, we went on a run. We was like, Hey, we, we gonna, we gonna do the new gang star. If we, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but that's what we was doing at that time. Um, so I know you're a musician, right? So, um, but you also sample. Yes. So I want to know. What was I? I'm a sample guy. I like you know played instrumentation. Don't get me wrong, but it's just something about those samples that just uh, I don't know. So, but um, that's my opinion. But for you, what do you prefer? Samples, interpolations, or you know just original created music like from scratch? Oh wow! Um, dang, dang, that's a hard one. Oh man. Uh, sheesh. Uh, I guess I would say me personally. It may have changed. I think throughout the time, it's, it's probably changed. But I think uh, I like, I really like um, making like my own. It's and the only reason why is because when sampling, you have to do, especially if it's a classic. If it's a, you just can't be lazy with it. You really have to really do. You can't just just take it. All right, add a couple. No, you have to really make it your own because then I. You know, this may be different for other people, but me, I feel like you're just, you're, you know, in a sense, kind of being lazy, you know, just in a sense, being lazy with 
with other people's art. And you really have to realize these are other people's art. So if I'm just going to take, hey, what Kanye did, instead of just trying to hurry up and flip that and do something else, then, um, you know, I, I feel like it, I'm, I wouldn't be really doing it any justice because you do have like some really classics that if you was even like, you, you have to come correct if you touch a Michael Jackson or a Prince or any, or yeah. any type of type of sample. And so um, me personally, I feel I prefer um, making my own, you know, really playing my own because uh, it gives me opportunity to also study those samples and, you know, kind of pick apart like, all right, they use this kind of chorus. They pick this and hey, let me see if I can actually recreate this myself instead of just taking apart. But I do respect and I do love chopping samples. Okay, so let me uh, let me think about this one. I know I can't, I think I don't even know if I know mine, but I'm gonna ask you yours. What's your dream collaboration? It could be an artist or a producer or both. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa. And no Millie Vanilli. You can't you can't make a record with Millie. M Millie Vanilli is excluded. Okay. <laughs> he said okay. I don't think you want to make music with Millie Vanilli, but good. Sheesh. Dang you. You hit me with. Oh, man. Pharrell has to be in there. Uh, I see. I, I, I mean, I is there a limit that. to how many people? Like, man, so. I'm saying your dream collaboration. <laughs> Who would you love to have collaborated with or in the future you want to collaborate with? It could be an artist. It could be a producer. It could be both. It could be an artist, producer, or both. Um, it's up to you. Wow. Um, all right. So future and dream, uh, of course, Pharrell, um, and along in the room with Timbaland. Um, also in the room with Dre, Dr. Dre. I don't know. It, it's getting weird. <laughs> it's getting weird now. Everything. Those are different. Um, and... Also, dang, you know what, I always, give me an artist, put an artist in it. I definitely always want, um, this is going to be really weird, uh, uh, Missy and T-Pain. <laughs> I, I, I like that, I like, I could go with that, I like yeah. that, I think those are two underrated artists, um, Today, yeah, I, mean, I, yeah I, I, I've always respected them both, writing and talent and ability, rapping, singing, everything. I always respected them. Yeah, I think, I think I would, I would think I would stick, like I would really stick to, you know, to that. That would be crazy. Right then and there. That would be crazy. Yeah. Dr. Dre, Missy, Dr. Dre, Timlin. That would, I mean, I'm Dr. Um, T Pain and Dr. Dre. That would be crazy. Like, I don't, and Missy as well. I don't think that's ever been done. I think I know the Timlin Missy's been done. Maybe even Pharrell Missy. I'm not sure, but but I know that that doc. I imagine Dr. Dre. That dude Sneed. Yeah. Uh, Missy and T Pain. That'd be crazy. Yeah, it's a lot. I, I buy that. I buy that. I stream it and I buy it. How about that? I stream it and I buy yeah, it. Oh man, like those are and that's right on top. Like I mean, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of there's a lot of people. There's a lot of artists and everything. But when you sit there and think like. 
man, I was watching uh, on YouTube T-Pain just create something from scratch. And and then, you know, there's Missy. Missy always gets, you know, she's a, a also a Virginia legend too. So I'm just like, oh, man. But um, those, to me, like, Tim and Pharrell, like those, like I said, those and Dre, those are, are people's stamps like that I that I studied for a while, and I at least still, like I said, for me they set the bar. I, not only just for me, but for a lot of people. So I'm just like, man, I, if I could take that and learn and really learn, I feel like I would, I could take a lot away with that and, and put in the pro, you know, really add what I know from them and adapt to what I know and put into something. So, yeah. Got you. Got yeah, you. That's, so, that's a dream. Um, okay, okay. So, um since you're of this new generation. <laughs> um new class of producers, the new school, I have to call y'all now. I'm officially old. New century. New class. Um, selling beats online. I have I know my peers have a they have a disdain for it sometimes. There's certain aspects of it I don't like, too. I'm not going to hold you. But what's your take on selling beats online? I like it. I mean, it's, it is. Well, you know, I've embraced it. I've, I've, at first, I was against it. But now it's just like, okay, hey, like, because, like, think about it. We now have, we're, we're in a platform where every, there are more dope artists. There are, you know, people we're unaware of. So now if they really need beats, then, hey, why not give them give them a platform where they can access you. And then who knows, like if you get that, then it gives you opportunity to collab more with them and everything. Um, I think just like anything, there's pros and cons with it. I think from selling beats online, it, it takes away your their ability to, to be able to really connect with you or really be a, a part of the situation and everything. But like I said, hey, there's, music if they you know there we have so much technology that connect so yeah I'm, I'm i'm for it now you know i'm all for it okay 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 i got you i got you my brother um so right now you know let's 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 bring people up to speed with what you got going on right now today we want to tap into your brain figure out what you got going on what you're getting ready to do um and and, and how we can tap in and support if we need to what what he has going on, right? Yeah, of course. So so let me know. Let me know. Um, right now, me and Alexis Renee, we're we plan on dropping. Um, we haven't got a, a official release date, but pretty soon this year, we're going to uh, be dropping a EP. Um, I think I got about four out of five songs, or I think five out of six songs on there, produ all produced by me. It'll be called Moving Silence. Um, I know this also this year. I, um, me me and Big A Prado, we have been talking. Um, we, you know, we build a connection right then and there. So I plan on releasing the uh, EP. And me, me personally, I plan on um, putting out just a, a, a collabor, you know, a compilation album of just people who, hey, I, you know, like, I still believe in growth for myself. I, I want to prove to people and show people that, hey, there's some talent out here and I, hey, I can produce. So... Um, you know, just a compilation of various artists. Um, you know, still we're still getting the art. You know, artists, but I know Alexis Renee will be included on there, Big A, um, and et, et cetera. More some people I still have to you know confirm, but uh, also 
um, you know, just being putting more production up on my beat stars. And, uh, and for those who do want to, you know, if, if y'all are interested and these are need production from me right then there, please don't hesitate there at that dude's need dot com. Um, have a whole beat store up there and, you know, feel free if there's something, something, uh, you know, exclusive or anything precise you will want. Hey, like, Hey, feel free to message and we can, you know, we talk business. Got you. And also where can they tap in with you on social media? Where, where? On Instagram, TikTok. Um, uh, yeah, I'm I'm on all you know all platforms. Uh, TikTok, uh, Facebook, uh, you know, Twitter, um, everything is that dude Sneed, all one word. You know, it used to be underscore underscore, but yeah, I made it simple. So everything is that dude Sneed, and you should reach me. You know. Okay, you know I want to. Uh, thank my brother, that dude Sneed, for coming on, being a guest on the show. Um, any way we can support, help, anything you got going on, you know I'm here, brother. So on that note, though, we're going to sign off. Make it's sure. There's one thing they got to do. It's very important. You have to check the credits so you can know who's doing what. Don't forget. <laughs> you feel me? Shout out to yes, my boy, sir, yeah. that dude Sneed, Chop Diesel. We signing off, and we out, y'all. Peace.